Blog Talk Radio. about this uh guest you have, I'll be sure. Yeah. And I thought about the, the, the names that we give ourselves. The born the names we were born with. Uh-huh. And you know how I named you and what for. But, but you lived story. up to Well there was a wonderful, a uh, really, really dark skinned, beautiful young man that lived at the end of my block. I wasn't his girlfriend or anything. I just admired him and that was his name, Rodney. And I thought that should be your name. I don't know why, but it certainly does fit because you uh, 
you're full of love and you see peace and you like to laugh and you like everything to be uh, happy. So I think that name really fit for you, don't you? Absolutely. And, and even beyond that, and, and, you know, to hear you tell that story, it's even more powerful because I remember well, we had those encyclopedias, right? And, the Britannicas, yeah. The Encyclopedia Britannica, and there was one of the, the child craft portions of that, that encyclopedia series, and I remember looking up my name. And in this book, they had my name. And, and it, it's remarkable even more so as I get older because I don't find my name anywhere uh, in books and stuff. But I found my name, and my name says famous. And I remember going to you and said, Mama, I'm going to be famous. And, and because I read that in the book that Rodney meant famous, you know, and yeah. I'm sure there are other definitions, but that was significant to me. And I remember making that proclamation at a very young age that I would be famous. So so thank you for the name. Appreciate yeah, but I'm trying to figure out the other side of this thing. How on earth did I get named Dennis in 1952, too, when everybody was being named uh, Lu- Lucy and Susie Lula May? May and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How did I get well, that you, name? Well, you know, you know, uh, uh, your mother, my grandmother, maybe she was just thinking outside the box, and maybe she wanted to travel the world, and, and maybe she felt like she wouldn't get that opportunity but maybe if I give my baby come a on name, now. come on, right? Like come this, on, right? You know that, that's my way of seeing the world. So uh, I, I'm excited. What's going on, Rodney Perry? Of course, the, the upcoming calendar, 2012, was started off with the bang. Of course, my guest today, as my mother mentioned, is Mr. Alfie Shore. He will be on very shortly, and I'm so excited to talk to this man because I've been a fan for so many years. I'm, I'm talking about, you know, Alfie Shore, night and day you know, off on your own, girl, or his, his contribution to the great song Secret Garden by Quincy Jones, which we'll all get to hear those tunes today. But that's our guest today. But for me, what's been happening, I just I just did New New Year's Eve in the Bay Area, which was, was significant to me because that's kind of my comedy home. I'm, I'm from Chicago, but the Bay Area is where I grew up on stage. And so I was there. I opened the, the New Year there. At a, at a great show with some great people at the Bow Theater. And uh, January 12th, I'm doing a, a comprehensive comedy workshop. Uh, I'll be spending two hours with some, some comedians and, and just expounding on, on the game of comedy and, and everything from, you know, composing the joke to, to the business of what we do. So that's January 12th at the Green Room right here in Atlanta. The 13th and 14th, I'm in Dallas at the Black Academy of Arts and Letters. Uh, I'm excited about that. That's a black-owned theater, and uh, it's just a great uh, place. And I love Dallas, Texas, and it always gives me a chance to see my sister, Sherelle. Uh, January 19th through the 22nd, Captain Bryan's in Mark Wilde in Florida. I'll be there at six big shows. I cannot wait. And stay tuned. Over the next couple of uh, weeks, we got a big announcement. So go uh, text Rocky Perry to... 41411, that's Rodney Perry, all one word, matched together. Text Rodney Perry to 41411 so you can get this next special update. I'm doing a, a, a giveaway for sure, and I got an a announcement about my comedy special. My comedy special is closer now than it's ever been, and it's bigger than it's ever been. It's growing, and uh, I didn't even foresee this coming, but something really big is about to happen. But like my friend Monique says, it ain't nothing till it's something. So we'll talk about it when it's appropriate time to talk about it. 
And oh, and, and a shout out to Monique. She is uh, really coming into the world of, uh, uh, of the internet, and she is on. Um, uh, she's tweeting, and she's on UStream. So she'll be UStreaming today with her husband Sydney at three o'clock, and uh, we'll be posting that link so you guys can check that out as well. So this is Rodney Perry. You listen to Rodney Perry live, Mama. What? Give me a word of wisdom as we move into 2012. Uh, though, though your beginnings were small, the latter end will greatly increase. Come so on, you, you put just the work out. You put the work out front already. Now it's time to reap. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much, Mama. Stay on the line. Keep listening. It's time to get this show crunk up. I'm so man. Let me tell you something. I try not to get too excited about grown men, but man, I'm excited to talk to this dude today. Uh, as I, as I began to do my research about him, and I I wanted to be prepared because I, I'm such a huge fan, and you know I didn't want to be too starstruck. But when you look at the body of work that this brother put together, you got to find some adjectives to describe how fly he is. I mean, one of those adjectives might be uh, he's a producer. Of course, we know he's a singer. He's a mogul. He he do everything in the industry from his own radio show to producing television. Uh, he's a molder of young minds. Some of the greatest talents over the last 20 years, he's responsible for giving it to us. He's a hit maker. He's a fan favorite, and he's on his show today. Show some love as I bring the man on the line, Mr. Al B. Sure. What's up, dog? Wow. My dude, first of all, Happy New Year. I need to take you everywhere I go for that introduction. <laughs> my man, my man, 40 grand. What's good, Rodney? Man, man, thank you so much for coming on, man. I, I've been a fan for so many years of everything from 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 the music that marked my era. You know, I'm a grown man. I'm 41 years old, and I remember your music being a soundtrack to to my young years. You know, when I was when I was somebody, when I had abs, Al. <laughs> I'm gonna hold up me and you both. <laughs> Man, so wow, and, and it's amazing. and you to me you're the definition of reinvention, man. Talk to me about about staying relevant and constantly reinventing yourself. Well, but you know what? I I I, I truly consider what I've done over the years. You know, I, I'm a, I, I remain a student first and foremost. Um, you know, a student of the game, a student of you know my godfather Quincy Jones. In addition to um, it's just called not being afraid to in- incorporate other sectors into your portfolio. You know, don't just okay. don't just sing the song, write the song. Don't just write the song, produce the song. Don't just produce produce the song, market the song. Um, I heard you just talking about our, our queen Monique uh, a few minutes ago, and 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 talking about. You know, my kids said to me, they were like before I started, you know, being heavily into the social media aspect of, of, of the entertainment industry and what we do, um, the first thing they said to me was, you know, uh, one of my boys sent me a tweet saying something and I didn't answer him right away. So not knowing that I had my my IT person who handles all of our, you know, Tony Gleason, she used to handle all of our, she you know, builds all of our net and all of our sites and so on and so forth. She used to answer the, the uh, a few years ago, she used to answer the tweets and answer the Facebook and so on and so forth until I really got into it and understanding that this is the new, you know, it takes a minute. You have to really adapt to understanding that if you're not in charge of your star player, you know, it's, it's yeah. 
you, you, you create, you become irrelevant. And Very um, true. You know, at Very the end true. of it, absolutely, you know. That's why I always, I, I say it every day. Don't let anybody tell you God is good. Chicken is good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Rodney Perry. You're listening to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to Al B. Shore today. Al, take me back to uh, before the world knew. What, what was what was it like for you before the world knew, Al B. Shore, before, in effect, Mo hit the streets? What was your life like? Well, well you know what? Um, I come from very, very humble beginnings. Uh, you know, mom raised me, and uh, I think the best part of my upbringing, you know, big shout-out to Reverend Mac, uh, you know, my mother being an ordained minister and so on and so forth, and I think probably the most important aspect of my upbringing was my mother never let me know we were broke. Uh. I had no idea. So that concept... I took along with me every step of the way, and she created this aura around me as though if I was a citizen of the world and being accepted anywhere. So I would feel comfortable anywhere, whether I was in the white neighborhood, I was in uh-huh. the black neighborhood, I was with the Persians, you know, I was sitting in a dentist's office, I was at Madison Square Garden, you know, wherever that I belonged. And, and not because what happens is that's, that's, that's the first part of defeat when a person feels uncomfortable. It, just look at the concept, like when two cats are playing ball. The reason Michael Jordan was so amazing, outside of just his skill set, is because all he did was make the other cat uncomfortable for one sec. Very and, true. And then he's, and he's gone. Dunk, you want to be in my poster? And they think about it. Well, hmm, I might be in my Bam, gone. Dunk, score. So, so outside of that, you know, that's that's the foundation. That's why every young person you come across, Rodney, make it a point to tell them how amazing they are and how great they are because they just might believe you. Because there's so many forces out here who are telling them the opposite. There's so many forces out here, you know, preaching to them, well, take the easy way. You know, the sister, the sister that was just on, she talked about putting the work in and reaping the benefits, you know. That's why it's very significant to put that work in and for the right reason. See, when I started doing this, I never did this to be famous. I didn't know about being famous. I did this because I was in love with music and I was in love with the idea of creativity and, and, and bringing things to fruition and sitting down with my cousin Kyle West and we would, we would uh, you know, just craft these songs and, you know, just be in the basement and make a noise all night, you know, instead of playing. We used to have a big pool table set up in my aunt's house, my aunt Laura's house, rest in peace. And... So what we would do, instead of playing pool, we took all of the equipment. We borrowed my, my Uncle Nick's uh, uh, organ from upstairs, and, and I had a little job at McDonald's, and we bought the four-track, and we had the, you know, the, so my cousin played the keyboards, and I would do the writing and, and play the melodies, and, and we would sit in the basement and put all the equipment on top of the pool table. So you know we got to wow. mess it up the pool table. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> You know, no. you don't mess up and, no good pool table, boy. Oh man, don't don't mess around. But you know, it's like I said, it was it's such a blessing to to actually have a vehicle of expression such as music to you know vent either your frustrations or tell your story. Um, and I wish that everybody can do it. Of course, you know nowadays, you know I don't knock anybody else's hustle, but technology has allowed a few cats in the game that 
that wouldn't traditionally be involved with, but if that's how they see their, their family, that's a beautiful thing, you know. But in terms of the quality of the, the body of work nowadays, it's somewhat diminished slightly only because it's not about the substance anymore. Like, what, this is the same thing I tell all the musicians out there that I see. Um, look, look for the for the origin. Look for the embryo. Go Go to the original. Don't study the sample. Make sure you know the history. If you study the sample of the sample, you're not really getting the meat, getting to the the core of uh, of, of why why it was so great. Because you're hearing a derivative, you're hearing you know an offshoot. You're getting that that discount, the discount brand. You get the the no label. It's like point, you, you, know you lose a generation almost. It's like if, if you study the the replica, then you kind of lose a generation. You know, it's like. Uh, you know, duplicating the CD. If you if you keep burning it, eventually it's not a great, it's not true to what it originally was. Right. No. No. Well, actually, the difference is the digital, the zeros and ones. You know, I'm a technical cat, but the digital, it's almost like with a cassette, though. You know, how you you used to bounce a cassette and and make a mixtape on your cassette, and then you burn okay. it to the other cassette, and you like, like digital zeros and ones. It actually stays the same digitally. But oh, really? If you okay. Take, if you yeah, but if you take that and you 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 transfer it to an MP3 it goes down a grade. And then if you transfer it again to your iTunes to another MP, it goes down a grade. But if you if you add AISS files and you just leave it at C D quality, I'm speaking technical, but if you leave it'll stay it'll just be the same. It's like a transfer, like a digital D to D transfer. But for the most part it's just it's the the concept is just take the time specifically as a performer, if you're an aspiring performer, just take the time to really reach back and go you know, that's why we the YouTube is, is fair on every on every level, level of the playing field. So now when you get an opportunity, go look at Neck and Cole. Go you, you talk about Rodney, you come on. We we see how your closet goes. You talk about the king of swag. You know how you do. <laughs> but, but 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 where do we get it from, Rodney? Where do we get it from? Nat King Cole. You know, exactly. Ticket. These cats, Marvin, like they used to come out clean, like yeah. you know. And because what happens is, it's almost like, just think about it. You you go into a job, you want to be taken seriously. You know, you get your shine on. You know, you dress up, you lecture, you know, make sure your tie is right. And every, but if you think about it, you go in a job with your kicks on, your pants hanging off your butt. You, you know, they're not really gonna look at you. You know, they, they're not gonna raise your pay grade. You want your pay grade up? You know. Pull your pants up. <laughs> well said. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're listening to Rodney Perry Live. And our guest today, Al B. Sure. Now, I mean, you, you talked about um, uh, 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 helping people. Uh, and, and I mentioned earlier, you. I think you're a molder of young minds. You gave a lot of people the, uh, the entryway into the business, people from Chris Rock, to Faith Evans, to Jodeci, to Dave Hollis, to the Case, to Usher, to Kevin Campbell, to name a few. Uh, give me, give me the story, man. How, how did Chris Rock come to work for Albie Shore? Wow, let me tell you something. One of the most humble and one of the most intricate genius minds out there. He was this young cat, you know, around myself and Andre and everyone else. And actually, uh, he actually. Uh, used to open up for me on my first little hotel tour before we can pack seats and stuff. So he used to open up for us, and he what, was just. What year was a, that? This was. It had to be like in '88. It had to be like summer of '88. Let, let, let me stop you. Let me stop you right there. I'm gonna tell you why that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why that's significant to me. 1988. I graduated from high school. Right. Okay. Uh, 
I I I was I had an army recruiter that was recruiting me, and I went to the MEPS in Shreveport, Louisiana. Y'all wow. were staying at the same hotel, and I knew I wanted to be a comedian, but I didn't know how to go about it. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Heavy D was there. Oh, yeah, Rodney. Rodney, guess uh, what? You figured it out, brother. <laughs> I did. You figured it I out. Did. You should. <laughs> On steroids. But, and you was there. Heavy D was there. And I met Chris Rock. I, like, met him in passing. And I was like, oh, my God, Chris Rock. And he's like, I was like, man, hey, what I got to put me on. He was like, man, I ain't even on like that. <laughs> and that was 1988, and it's a trip to fast forward and be sitting here. I mean, I got chills talking to you right now just recounting that story, man. So, Chris Rock. I'm just so uh, proud of Chris. Let me tell you something. He's such a genius, and he always was. And and I think what I've enjoyed most, Rodney, out of being afforded the opportunity to have a a power within the the industry in terms of being able to, you know, in in our terms, you know, put cats on, is that, you know, I couldn't have done anything for him if he didn't want it himself. And he, he was such a genius already. And all we did is we saw that yo, this cat is so funny and he's but he's consistent, he shows up, he's on time. I mean all the things that you really need because you could be funny and you can be you can sing the greatest notes, you could do all the runs in the world, but if you don't show up to work, you just popular in your neighborhood. That's wow, all it'll well be. But he was, so, he was so, such a young genius, man, I'm telling you. M- musically, what does Al be sure look for when, when you're when you first hear a Faith Evans or a Jodeci or Dave Hollister or Usher, Case or Tevin Campbell, we're like, what what moves you? You know what? It's, there's there's almost it's weird because there's a uh, there's a mechanism with me personally where, like, you get this feeling inside of you. It's almost like you you you, you know. I remember when uh, when Puff called me to to you know when they just had signed they just signed Usher. And, you know, he said, yo, I got this young cat. We want to do this, that, and the other, and the third on him, so on and so forth. You know, let me know what you think. Boom. And I met this kid and had met his mom, and you know, he was 11 years old. Wow. And, you know, it was so, just amazing so we, because... So we ain't talking about, we ain't talking about Usher. We talking about Usher Raymond. Yeah, Usher, yeah, Raymond, Usher Raymond. <laughs> Usher. No, it's Usher. Usher Raymond. <laughs> Usher, right. <laughs> um, you know, another one that I'm, I'm extremely proud of, I mean, and then the thing about it is, Rod, when you see these cats out here on the big stage at the Super Bowl, you know, performing for the president, and you remember, you know, eating that Taco Bell in the studio back in Unique Studios on 47th Street above Times Square when they were a kid and you're just hanging out and laughing and talking about girls, and, and then you see them, the, the elevation of what they were able to do, that's something that you, if there's a formula to that. There's, it, it's, it's all about a consistency of follow-through, and there's a certain hunger that you can see in someone's eyes. Um, it's almost like you look for the Michael Jackson effect. Someone, you look for that Michael Jordan effect. You look in their eyes and you can tell, is this person really serious about this or is the, are their parents just really pushing them to do this, especially when they're younger, you know, like a Tim Campbell or, you know, people of that nature. But you, so people who are so, because you can have a lot of talent. There's so many people out there with so much talent, but they'll never go anywhere because they stand in their own way. It's something, I, it's funny because I just, I just literally, over New Year's, um, I, I, I uh, Facebook and tweeted that exact quote. It's like, you know, let this be the first day 
and it's funny because I look at things, there's a certain thing with ignorance. I think if I knew what I knew now, this is why it's a catch-22. If I knew what I knew now about the industry and about the, the, you know, the legality of publishing and just everything, I think at some point I probably would have never become I'll be sure, you know, the entertainer or so millions of records or whatever because I would have stopped everything because I was like, that's not fair. Oh, that deal that they did, that's, <laughs> right, right. that's not that's not good. That's good. I would have stopped everything and I would have never you know. So there's there's a there's a certain about certain thing to say for ignorance, you know, or when you're young coming up, you, you kinda let it happen. Cause you, but it just goes to say goes to show that you just really you can't have everything all at once. Baby steps. You take you crawl, and then you walk, and then you run. You know, and and, and, and it's all about who gets tired first. You gotta be able to have that stamina. And it's all a, it, it's it encompasses a, a form of psychology for yourself to keep going. I I truly enjoy being number one. Like right now, Rodney, you probably know better than anybody else because you're my boy. But you, it's it, I'm more excited now at 43 years. I'm 43. That's funny. I was like, I was 43. But it, <laughs> it, it, I, I thought I was like, wow. Um, 43, really? God, yeah, 43. Really? Like you know, you know, and. I, I'm more excited now about the prospects and the things that I'm doing regarding the entertainment industry and, and than I was I'm more excited now than I was when I was eighteen and hot on the charts. I'm I'm, wow. I'm elated because the 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 understanding and, and the, the staying power only becomes from it it derives from just having a a, a solid inner core of a true love for the game outside of what can I get out of somebody? And, and you know, because I'm gonna tell you right now, half of the half of the uh, half of the equation is the talent. Another quarter of the equation is your willing your willingness to really just go in your work ethic. The other quarter is who you know and how you execute your relationships. Wow. And what happens is so many cats burn so many bridges and, and and people think they're getting over on somebody and just because somebody doesn't let them know, let you know that you that you knew they were you trying to get over or take something from somebody, why can't you go into a situation and just be real? Why can't you go into a situation? If you're gonna rob if you're gonna try to rob me, why don't you just tell me? You know what? I'm yeah, sorry. Come on, dog. But, but guess what? Because then I got respect for you. <laughs> but if you're trying to rob me like I don't know, because then what happens is when I have enough because I'm the cat like I was with Mary on New Year's Eve, and and can do, and she she rocked the Tropicana here in Vegas. I mean, she oh uh-huh. my, yo hold up, Rodney, Mary you killed the dog. <laughs> Mary's the truth. Mary's right. the truth. Um, in fact, later on today, if you just go to uh, Facebook.com forward slash official, I'll be sure I'm gonna post the you know the photos of me and Mary and everybody. Like that, I mean, talk about staying power. Talking about somebody who's supposed to do this, talking about a conviction, talking about somebody who uses their life through the vehicle of expression we call music. Um, and, and that's been her, you know, whether good or bad, everything that Mary is a testament to. Mary, you talk about Jay-Z and the blueprint. Mary's the yeah. blueprint specifically for women. Black, white, green, purple, Barney, whatever you want to call it. Mary's the blueprint. <laughs> Mary's the blueprint of the epitome of how. Like Mary could write a how-to dummies book. You know what I'm saying? Mary could write a book like, okay, this is how 
this is how you get through. And her story is so real and it's so touching and it's so, it's, you know, like Mary knows. I, I, it's funny, we were just talking about this, this this story just recently. I met Mary J. Blige and, and her sister Latanya on the 7 bus going from Mount Vernon to Yonkers. And we met on we we met on the bus way back before anything else, and we were talking about yeah, yeah you know I'm gonna do. I've got a record coming out, and she started laughing because she was like yeah yeah. Well, you <laughs> on the bus? Well, you ain't got no record. We on the bus with me. You ain't got no record coming out. And then she said she saw me on VT the next week and flipped out. <laughs> so every time uh, Mary and and her, and her husband you know can do every time we, you know we see each other we laugh about that same story. And even when I was on the air in L.A., she came on and she started talking about that. Uh, Talking about that story, but it's just. But I, I'm just so proud, man. I'm so proud to see some of these folks. But even even with Jodeci and what we we're able to accomplish with Jodeci, um, and and I guess a lot of people don't really know the true history. Because actually, I I I don't want to well, say. Well, I, well, I tell you what, Al. I tell you what, Al. Hold that history. Hold that history. Let's make this official. Go to uh, our Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash official Al Be Sure. His Twitter, he's at official Al Be Sure. And his YouTube is also our official Al Be Sure. And, of course, the website is albesure.net. I want to play. Can I play one of your joints, man? Oh, man, where you going with this one? What you got? I, I, I got I to <laughs> play with, like, like I said, man, you have been a soundtrack to my life, you know, all through my life in different points. You know, one as a younger man, then as a little as I got a little older, and and this joint, you know, I, I actually play pay homage to you in my act because I talk about being a dark skin, growing up dark skin, dark, you know, complexed <laughs> black man, and wow. and my my best friend Alan Fisher was light skinned and I always tell him he would walk in the club when your joint would come on, and I said, man, you act like I'll be sure just wrote the light skin national anthem. Ladies and gentlemen, I call this the Life Can National Number. I'll be sure. Night and day.
Wow, you know what? We initially it started out um the brain organization started out uh where um it was it was regarding brain injured soldiers returning from war and there wasn't a mechanism set up in America or anywhere else, you know, in America to receive these soldiers, these wonderful, hardworking soldiers, and to take care of them. There was no mechanism. Of course, our wonderful president, Barack Obama, has put things in place since then. But what has happened is there are so many situations where people are committing crimes and, and doing certain things, and it's not because they're trying to commit a crime or they're hungry always, because a lot of people are sick. And very specifically, when you get a brain-injured soldier returning from war who's, who's taken their life to defend our country, to, to defend our safety, and we don't have things set up here for them to get treatment, it's kind of sad, you know? Because that's almost like, okay, uh, it was cool while it lasted. All right, good luck, my man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's not a fair situation. So, and, and, you know, in the interim, what we've been trying to do at Brain is really bring some awareness and, and create some programs and almost is I think that the last uh, the last initiative that we that we discussed was building a, a major facility to allow you know because let's say because I think what it is there's a test that you take that it actually is like maybe thirty five hundred dollars and that's a lot of cake you know for when you got to come in so yeah. coming off of, off of the railroad you know, you may not have a cake to go get yourself tested or even the, the wherewithal to do so. Yeah, you ain't got the you know, cake, no ice, and none of that, yeah. <laughs> Nothing. So what happens is, you know, you really, there's just got to be, there's got to be a better sense of, of 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 social acumen when it comes to taking care of those who take care of you. And I think that first and foremost, very specifically, when you have these young soldiers who are out there on the battlefield dodging, that nine millimeter, the least you could do is at least make sure that medical is good when you get in. I mean, you know, when they come home, if they make it home. You know, I have a, I have a baby sister. My baby sister Amber was was doing some terms over there in Afghanistan, you know, at some point, and and you know, thank God she made it home. You know, God bless yeah. her soul. I mean, so it, it's a scary thing, and these young people are out there just basically trying to make sure we're not bombed and, and destroyed. You know, I'm a New Yorker, so. Imagine knowing what happened, Rodney, you know, with the World Trade Center, with the Twin Towers. I went to the prom in the Twin Towers, Rodney. I went to two different proms, at Mount, Mount Vernon and New Rochelle's prom and from New York. Now, imagine, you know, a situation knowing that I was at uh, on Windows on the World in the restaurant at the top of the towers, and it's no longer there. You know, I mean, and, and the lives that were lost and the people that were affected, all because somebody wanted to be angry at at what we're doing, you know, and then you got people out there defending our honor. I mean, it, it's, a, you know, we won't, we won't get into the politics of it, but it's, it's such a deep-rooted issue. So, you know, I'm just grateful for the gift of life. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rodney Perry. Listen to Rodney Perry Live. Our guest on the show today, Mr. Al B. Shure, uh Grammy-nominated, you understand, ASCAP award-winning, uh, one of the coldest producers of our time, one of the coldest artists of our time. And, and Al, man, it's, I want to, first of all, I want to thank you for coming on and, and, and just, just being a blessing today on, on my show. Uh, you've had an opportunity to work with some of, of the, the premier people of our time. You mentioned Quincy Jones. Uh, Benny Medina, uh, Andre Arell, Eddie F. Uh, what 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 was it like working on Secret Garden, dude? <laughs> Man, 
Let me tell you the story. So I, I was living in, I believe I was living in Teaneck, New Jersey, in a place called the Glen Point. Now, the Glen Point was a new fly place. Like when you get some new money, you know, they, they're the new condos. You know, when you move out, when I moved out to projects, you know, you get to the condo. And the, so, but this little community was kind of fly because right next door to me was this cat named, uh, Biggie Smalls, you know. Well, that was, that was his original name, Biggie Smalls. So it was, you know, the notorious B.I.G. So we had, wow. you know, we had the whole whole little place on lock, you know, Lil Kim, you know, just it was a whole nice little complex of people. But long story short, um, my godfather Q sent me this cassette tape. Yeah, I'm dating myself now. So we going He sent me this cassette tape, and uh, he said, "Hey, I want you to give this a listen. Uh, let me know what you think." Um, so I received I received the song. Now, mind you, I had been working with Teddy Riley for, for a number of years, so it was great that being under the tutelage of a Quincy Jones and also under Teddy Riley in terms of the production and, and, and arranging, and, and so I got the street version, and then I got the polished version all wrapped up into one. That's why I like they would call our music adult contemporary hip-hop. Because it was right. it was it was it was rugged, but it had melodic tendencies. It had you know augmented fifth. I mean, you know, I don't want to go into a musical part of it. But we had these 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 really truly musical tendencies to to the grungy sound, and you know, we love Molly Ball, hard beat type of music. So, but you know, my best friend growing up, Eddie F uh, from Heavy D and the Boys. You know, God rest right. head soul. Um, you know, we just we just kept that hustle going on. But go, let me go back to the Secret Garden. The Secret Garden. So I got the cassette tape, and I was listening to it, and I was like, "Wow, this is really nice. This is kind of mature, you know." Because <laughs> I because I was still, you know, I, I I was used to hearing that that. Right. I was like, okay. okay. I was like, okay. This is you know, this is, this seems really nice. Now this is something that. No one knows outside of the camp and the people that were working on it, and, and or maybe the story might be out. But initially, the Secret Garden, the song was supposed to be. There were several different players that were going to be involved with the song. It was actually going to be myself, Michael Jackson, Luther Vandross, um, and you know how Rodney, you know better than anybody else how the politics of the business goes until it's the ink is signed and until you know it's pressed or mastered. Anything can go. So name that to something, right? Yeah. So yeah. And, until right. So what happened is, you know, whoever's schedule was available, uh, of course, James Ingram. I just think the combination came out incredibly, incredibly well because when when you think of the the the, the idea of what the song represented in terms of the most romantic place on earth. The Secret Garden, and and men from all different walks of life. Uncle Barry, you, know, you got James Ingram, you got Elder Barge. He's the see, I see. I don't know why I became the poster child because the original life skin cat is Elder Barge. He I know. Open huh? the door. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but you know, and then people don't realize also, Zaida Garrett actually wrote the song with Elder Barge and Quincy. You know, and I added my little stuff in there and so on and so forth. But I was at that point, I was a student. And I remember the day coming into the studio and you got Uncle Barry sitting there, you know, show you right. He said, Yeah, you know, right. Hold up, so 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 Uncle Barry's so cold to the point 
where you just sit there and you're, you're looking. And I remember him walking in, and, and they must have played a joke on everybody. And if I can recall properly, I remember he was about to go and warm up. Now, you know, everybody's kind of standing around and in the studio, and apparently I guess the engineer must have turned up the volume all the way. And he walked in, and the first thing he said was, tell me a secret. And oh, the whole man. place, yo, got me the whole studio shook like it was the 92 earthquake in L.A. I was like, I don't just want to know about any secret. Yo, you talk about history from there. Now, let me tell you something. When we're on tour, Rodney, we've been touring around. We've been touring around the country with Lil B, Lil B Shaw, my son, and, and my, chief, my nephew, Chino. And we tour around the country, and it's been such an amazing journey, an amazing journey, very specifically because it's just like 1988, everywhere we go. Like, we do these packages. So let's say it's like Al B. Shaw, SWV, John B., or Al B. Shaw, BBD, Keith Sweat. Or, you know, we take these packages, which are, you know, which work really well. And what happens is, just like you said opening the show, this music is the soundtrack to people's lives. And yeah. this, is, this, this is when you remember when, you know, you had that, that girlfriend that was just giving you a headache or you were studying for your finals or you got married or you had a death in the family. I mean, it marks a very special time in people's lives. And the reason, Rodney, and I'm going to tell you right now, this is what I'm doing out in Las Vegas as well right now. We are, I'm going to bring up an entirely new uh, new form of music that has been in people's hearts to a market that's barren of it. And bringing that R&B to Las Vegas and doing like a place for people to go where it's upscale, you can get dressed up. Remember the word date, Rodney? You know, you remember you know, I know. get dressed up? <laughs> yeah, long, longer, you know, you know, most of the music. Now, 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 we, now we really date ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we really date ourselves. But the let me tell you what the, 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 the significance of it. The reason these shows do so well, like my man Eric B., you know, from Eric B. Rakim, that's my yeah. dude, and and, uh, and Uncle Louie, we just did a joint down in uh, in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. We did this big arena down in Raleigh, North Carolina. It was crazy. It was myself, Dougie Fresh, Christopher Williams, Curtis Blow, the Fat Boys, I mean, John B., we went in. Right, and the key to right. it was the reason that the show, the shows traditionally sell out and do really, really well, especially within like that twenty five hundred to five thousand seat uh, demo, is yeah. because now I hear this very clearly. There's a generation of women who are starving to be told, "I love you." Wow. Period. Wow. And that's the whole marketing. Every time I put on shows, you know, I used to do it in L.A. at Clear Channel and stuff. We do these big events at the, the Greek Theater and Nokia and, and put on these concerts. But the reason it works so well is because there's a generation of women that start starting to be told, I love you, and very specifically because most of the music out are calling the women outside their name. You know, B this and H, you know, W this. And, you know, I was going to give a street version H to call it H. But, you know, B this, <laughs> W this. You know, <laughs> Mama taught me right. Um but that's what happens. So, so they need a rest from being called outside their name. So when you can reach back and remember when music just felt good, Rodney. Come on, remember when you, you know came what? out of you high school? You know what? I got, I got remember, that summer, remember that summer? Remember that summer nineteen eighty eight? Remember that summer nineteen eighty eight? Remember that summer nineteen eighty eight when you get out of high school and and you turn on the radio 
and you heard that that that, that Albie Shield joint. Then you heard that Keith Sweat, right? And then you heard the guy yeah. joint right after. Then, but then Bobby Brown came on. But it's like back oh, to back man. to back to back. The truth and about a run. Hey, you know what? You know what? Al, you know, Al. Before we go any further, we gotta play Secret Garden. We've been talking about it. We gotta play it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this 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 man that we're talking to today, Mr. Albie Shores, showcased on this album and murdered it. I know you're gonna love it. We're about to play it. A week. When we come back, we taking some calls. I know some people been on the line. Carla called in before the show started, Al, to call in and say hi to you. And I got a special oh, wow. special caller that wants to say hi. This is crazy. It's Rodney Perry Live. I'm talking to Al B. Sure. And ladies, tell us about your secret. Tell me a secret. I don't just want to know about any secret of yours. I want to know about one special secret.
This is Roddy Perry. You listen to Roddy Perry Live. You just listen to the all star team of Slow Jams. <laughs> Man, y'all really, bro. That was like the dream team, dog. Ladies and gentlemen, we on the line with Mr. Al B. Shore, uh, a mogul, producer, singer, mogul, young man, hit maker, fan favorite. Um, they been hit me up in the chat room. They want me to mention your websites and your, your social media again, so let's do that. Uh, website www.albshure.net. His Facebook is facebook.com forward slash official albshure. He's at official albshure. And I love the, the way you, you marketed this because I think, you know, a lot of people be having, well, my Facebook is this and my Twitter is that and my, my YouTube is this. Official albshure, <laughs> everything. Forward slash official yeah. albshure. His Twitter, he's at official albshure. And his YouTube is also official, I'll be sure. People can find you without trying too hard. Can I tell you exactly. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Man, uh, so let, let's go here. Let's go to Carla. She's waited the longest. Carla, you are yes. on with Mr. I'll be sure. Hello, Al. What's good, sis? How you doing? I'm doing good. Happy New Year good. to you. You too. I've been waiting for over a year to have this conversation with you again, and it's worked away. And wow. Wait, Atlanta, where are you from, Carla? Let, 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 let everybody know where you're from, Carla. I'm from Atlanta. 
ATL. Carla, yeah, I, from Atlanta. Yes, know, that's me. Kyle, I want you to know I, I haven't had on hold for the whole year. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I've been waiting to <laughs> speak to Al, to see Al for over a year. And the people here in Atlanta, we are so missing you. And, oh, wow. uh, and I'm like, it's so amazing how when I hear your old interviews and I hear your new interviews, and it's like your spirit is just the same. And it just, it's Reminded me of this vision that I'm getting ready to birth um, with the teen outreach ministry, and it would be nice if we could get you to help us out. And because um, a lot of young girls nowadays in my community, they're missing the value of being validated, and mm-hmm. they're throwing their lives away. They're, I mean, the sexting and the teen pregnancy, they're getting lost. And now I want to be able to reach back. It's been a vision that's been inside of me over 20-something years. And it would be nice if we could have someone like you to speak to these girls as well and give them, like, the male point of view, you know. Let them ask them the questions that, you know, how do guys really think? And be able to find the validation within themselves. And when I hear you speak, and it's like, wow, he gets it. (laughs) He really understands what women now are hungering for. Wow. Hey, Carla, thank you so much for the call. I don't mean to cut you off, but I got a bunch of callers to get in. But you, you can go to uh, Al's website. I know you have a page where people can sign up and stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, hey, Official Carla. Al, be sure. Okay. Thank and you, Carla. Thank you so much. To me. Nothing but love for you, Carla. Love, Carla. All right. Appreciate you. you. I, 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 well done. How is it to have that effect on people, man, when people – People really, you know, are moved by by the work you've put in. You know what, Rodney? I think that it, it's it's so humbling and it's, it's such a blessing that uh, we, which we just talked about it before. Just like even traveling all over all over the world, and even like in America, when you're in a country and you, you know, when people show up, you do a concert. They talk about you on the radio. People actually take their hard-earned money and they show up and they buy a ticket. I'm I'm so yeah. appreciative. Even to the point where, if you if you've been to any of my concerts, I mean we go in, and we go so far, and even to the point where, I don't stay on the stage half the show. I get off the stage and I go touch my people. I, I don't. You, you, you know, Al, you're going to the crowd. What? I love it. <laughs> Rodney, I love no, it. we we go we go all the way in. It could be a, it could be a crowd of five thousand people, and I jump right in like like I'm in the mosque pit. And you know, because I, I, cause I, cause I, I really, you know what? I want to, I want to touch people, Rodney. I don't, I don't want. I'm no better than anybody else. I, I'm a human being. I just have a job that's actually within the media, so millions of people can see it. But I'm just you. I'm, I'm me. I'm you. I'm them. So what happens is, I, you got to come down. You got to say, listen, this is, this is us. You got to let people know. And and you know what's really sad, Rodney? A lot of the artists that I know will not do that. They will, you know, when I see cats, and I ain't gonna say no names. But when I see cats turn down kids' autographs or, or just, yeah. people, you know, even even when I'm in a rush and I'm in the airport, you know, I stop it. Like my my staff and my manager, every, people, they, they get mad at me, not really like mad, like in a sense of we need right. you to be on time, but mad because, like, well, you're in Mr. Plane because you're talking to 35 people and you really got to catch this fight. We got a show to do. And, you right. know, they, they, they do a man, an amazing job. Like my manager, Tiffany, is amazing with just in terms of keeping me on schedule and, and just so professional. 
And the key to it is that I, I love people so much to the point where I just say, well, look, please just tell them to hold the plane. I got to talk to these three more people, you know, right. and I make it a point to stay. I, it's my job, and 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 don't don't think I sound crazy, but I have I have a mission in life, Rodney, which has always been the same. I am, and this is without being more special than anyone else. I'm just like you, Rodney. We have a gift in a vehicle that reaches millions of people. So. What I do with my gift, I'm responsible for every soul that I encounter. So whether it's giving them a positive word, giving them a hug, giving them some dap, you know, men, women, like like the great part, what I feel really good about my artistry at this point in this stage of the game, you know, 22 decades later, is that even when I do my radio show, I get more dudes calling in, you know, because we, we kick it like, they're like, hold up, yo, B, you've been through some real, you know, some realness, Da, 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 da. Yo, what's good with this? And and we we chop like brothers, you know, like yeah. It's like yo, this you know, this is what it is. This is this is how it is. This is what I this is how I see it. And they know very specifically. And you know from doing television, first of big shout out because you you you, you look good on that TV, boy. I'm mad, thank you, bro. <laughs> keep, keep, keep doing what you do. Keep doing what you do. But you know what it is is that you know people look at us and there's a trust factor involved because they know. People don't realize how hard it, do you know how hard it was for Rodney Perry to first of all have the dream of wanting to do what you do and then making something happen. There is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. This you know, cool, Rodney dresses nice, he's a good looking cat, he's funny as hell. That's cool, but there's there's a million Rodney Perry's out there. Just Rodney Perry took it to another level. Rodney Perry decided I'm gonna put my foot in it and just put it on steroids, and Rodney did that. It, just like with myself, there's a bunch of cats who are, and, and guess what, Rodney? There's cats more talented than you and me that, yeah. I mean, I have, have, that we I haven't mean, seen yet. I'm not, the, I'm not the funniest guy, but I, I will outwork you. I will outwork you. Your work ethic is, is you go in hard with it. So what happens is, you know, what you put into something is what you get out of it. That's, that's clear as day. That's, 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 hey, not, hey, that's hey, not a science. Hey, Al, I know you love the people. I, I got, I got, man. The, the, as soon as I said we were taking calls, I got fifty calls on the line. They wanted, they wanted to chop it up. Uh, this young lady from from uh, Los Angeles calling in. Uh, Miss Somerville says she had a special word for you. Oh wow! <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. Happy New Year. What's up, Suzanne? Good morning and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, love. How are you? So what's, oh, what's your connection I, with the great Al? Blessed and highly favored and blessed. <laughs> <No> Suzanne. <laughs> blessed and highly favored. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Two of my favorite guys. I just happened to see that you guys were coming on the air today, and I had to call in and give my New Year's greetings and say hello to two of the hardest working men in show business. Okay. Oh wow! I wow. mean, I, I really want the callers to understand that, um, the listeners to understand. You know, Rodney is doing a great job of sharing the official Albie Shore brand. You know, with the listeners, and Albert. You know, I'm sorry, Al. <laughs> you all know that I work with. <laughs> I work with. You know, Sorry, I got it like that, Rodney. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, Al is, um, of all the artists that I know and, and, and 
athletes that I've worked with. You know, Al has not only is such a wonderful person, but as you're you're pointing out with all of his branding, Rodney, he has one of the most incredible business minds of an artist of anyone that I've met. You know, he's a, a corporate level intelligence on the corporate side, but yet he's still a very extremely creative and talented artist, you know, and he does work hard and he keeps busy and he keeps himself out there. And I just want to point out the the correlation to you, Rodney, that you know that I know almost every comedian based in L.A. And I have to say, I learned about the show through your email blast. You are sort of the oh, comedy side to I'll be sure on 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 the business tip. Rodney puts out the most wonderful email blasts. Everyone knows what he's doing, when he's where doing he it, is. where he's gonna be, just like I'll be sure. And it's the smartest thing that you could have ever done. You said you made a comment earlier that you're not the smartest guy, you're not the funniest comedian out there, but you're the most hardest working. I have to you know, I chime in and say, yes, you are. To my, my assistant, Madeline, though, because she, she really has came on. I think God said, here, we, you need some help. Use this lady. And I remember you. Yes. Yeah. I remember us talking about you needing, you know, help and you wanting to do some things. And kudos, Madeline. Happy New Year. You've got a great team with you because it's really effective. I, I love getting your emails. Your your social media networking is is, is doing great. You know. Suzanne, you know, you know what the key to the key to this whole thing is. Uh, it's the same thing. You know, what Quincy said to me one day. He said, "He says, uh, you know, yo, 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 pops, you got to be in charge of your star player." You know. Yeah. So I was like, wow. you know, and, and you know, and that was the first thing when it when, when it came to you know being involved in the social media aspect of it specifically because you know when you're an old school artist, you know, most old school artists or most people who were really big in an era are stuck in that era. Yeah. And what happens is, I look at life this way, and this is a simple philosophy, and this is something Suzanne and I have talked about. And what, what I like to impart on most people is, even in their lives and their daily function, if you want different results, you've got to take different action. So that being said, most people are very happy with running on Windows 92. <laughs> and what happens... <laughs> Now, right, now, now get this. Now get, forget this. Windows 92 still works. Yeah. It works. You can get on the Internet. You can do some things. But if you don't update your software, you will not run on all cylinders. And what happens is then you, you're making something suffer. Something is not going to win for you. It's, it's, and you have to use that analogy in everything in your life. Update your software. Yeah. So at the end of the, you know, because if, if you don't update your software, you you, you know, you, it'll still work, and you can still breathe and walk, and but you're not you're not you're not reaching your capacity. You're not you're not pushing that threshold. You are just being average, and it's okay. It doesn't make you any less of a person if you want to be average. If you're satisfied with being average, if you okay. if you just gotta be on Windows too, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> If you still rocking DOS, yeah, come on, dog, you're killing me. Hilarious. If, if, if you still totally crossed out, come on, dog, you're killing me. You're killing me. So, hey, thank you so much, Suzanne. We got a couple of more calls I want to get in. And, and Love I wanna, you, Suzanne. I want to cl- close the show out. Love you guys. 
I want to close the show out. Um, who who can we go to? Uh, it's so so many beautiful people. Call April from Los Angeles. You on with Al? Be sure. Hello there, everybody. Hey, What's up, bro? Hey. What's good, man? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Hey, Rodney. What's up, little mama? What's going on? <laughs> what you got, give, give me something quick for the great album show, ABS official album show. Okay, you know, you already answered my question. You know, you threw out his Facebook assignment. But, um, Al, you're taking me back. I'm class of 88, so you know I already know wow. what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, I put it out there. Class of 88, man, you took me back. And Rodney, love you for the secret garden. Mm, mm, right, mm. Was, that not, was that not off the chain? Man, you had me in here cha cha with myself. Quit playing. Tell, tell me a secret. I don't just want to know about every secret of yours. I just want to know about that one. special secret. Oh! And then you got hit with the, oh, man. It, it, Roddy, it's such, it's such a fun time in concert when we do that song because what happens oh, is there, there is a there's an electricity around the stadium when we're in the in the spot and in the minute the, the, when you think I'm gonna take care of you when that comes on the whole dudes everybody throws their clothes off it's like uh-huh. a toast song and people people jump up in their chairs and they start and they and they go hard with it like it's a rap song like they they right, start pointing right, right. and, 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 they, and they just going hard with it and it's like and it just shows you the genius of Quincy Jones and what he put together and I'm just so appreciative to be a part of that song and I mean it, it's something that touches people's lives from from women to men it's like this unisex song that just goes everywhere and. I don't care how hard you are. You could be the hardest cat in the hood. At some point, you got to lay down. At some point, you got to lay down. Hey, this is Rodney Perry. Listen to Rodney Perry Live, and we're taking some callers. Tony, uh, Tony Staples, you're on the line. Well, I'll be sure. Hey, Rodney, you're an Al. How y'all doing, man? What's up? Always well, brother. Happy New Year to you. Yes, uh, uh, thanks, man. Uh, my I, my I, my name is Tommy Stables. I'm the grandson of the 106 year old first time voter for President Obama. Wow. Okay. Wow. Peace yeah. and blessings, my brother. Thanks. And right, then, thanks got, also for Rodney, done? man, because Rodney, man, he's the only person that's been that I even let me call him and get in touch with him, man. I'm very proud of it. He's a real good person, man. I, I got. I, I, I want to let you, Tommy. I, I I didn't I didn't do it on purpose. You keep sneaking in. <laughs> hey Rodney, I we did this yeah. song for you, man. I mean, I mean, we did this song for you, man. When you back in the days, my partner did a did a, he, a rapper. He did this song for yours, man. Night and day, and he was uh-huh. doing it right. And I heard it, and I was saying, man, that's that's real good. You're doing a love ballad and a rapping version, but I think it, if you put a new twist on it. And did you know? Because you know, in 24 hours, you know, we we get with our girlfriends. Sometimes we get upset with them and everything. I said, once you put a version in there where you guys, you know, you, you don't get along, you get along, and at the end of the night, you know, you have you guys getting back together. It's all so so changed, so. so man. What, Tommy, Tommy, let me let me let me answer this for Al. You want to take a classic and redo it? No, well, <laughs> well, no, he didn't really he didn't he didn't really redo it. He the rapper just did like a mix song. That's all it was. He, oh, he remix. He did his version. He did his version. You know, Rodney, there's, there's a few very Rodney's actually. There's a, there's a I'm, my catalog actually is probably one of the most sampled catalogs by all of my hip hop brothers and sisters that are out there that are doing stuff. Everybody from, you know, um, you know I got. Kanye. Kanye, yeah, just, it, it, it's, it's just a blessing. It's a blessing that they 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 take 
what we created, you know, myself and Kyle West and, and what we put together and, and all the other producers I've worked with and, you know, and reposition it and feel like it's a foundation because all we were trying to do, the reason our music sounded the way it did and it had this grit to it because that was the only equipment we could afford. But we were musicians, so we just re- we recorded it a certain way and, and, you know, and it had this feel to it. And um, I'm just so appreciative that it, it, it that the hip hop community embraced it because what people don't realize, fine, you get a, you see, can see me up there singing ballads and love songs, but I'm a hip hop cat from heart, from Mount yeah. Vernon, you know. So all I did was listen to Marley Mall and and Bismarck and 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 you know Eric being Rakim, you know, come on, I came in the door, said it before, you know, all, that's that's the origin of all of what. what you know, that got us excited. You know, that that was those are our national anthems growing up, and I just wanted to put a melody to it. That was it. I, I love it. Uh, we're gonna take two more callers. Callers, we go. We trying. I'm trying my best to get you on the line. Um, where are we going? Let's go to Baltimore. Cookie, you on the line? Cookie. Hey. You on the line? I'll be sure. Happy birthday. How you doing, guys? What's going Love on? What's good, Al? You. How you doing, my? Everything now, good. Al, Happy birthday to you. Thank you, sweetheart. Let me take you back. Let me see if I can work, jog your memory. First of all, he's always been great. Albie Shore has always been wonderful. Years ago, I used to do rap, and I was a regional artist here. My manager was West Party Johnson. That's my old man. Uh-huh, West way Party. back. So my wow. stage name was Sweet Cookie. But let me tell you, Rodney, um, Albie Shore was in a crowd of people taking all these pictures. And I was walking out of the Capitol Center, and this dude actually grabbed me like he was like, you know, like, where are you going? Al walked out of the crowd of taking pictures, came over and said, dude, what you doing? Yo, get your hands off of her like that. I mean, I was so impressed that I'll never, ever forget that. And I just wanted to call and let you know, first of all, thank you, Rodney, and thank you, Al. Oh, come on, love my well, you know, I'm a gentleman all day long, but I'm still hood. Yeah, I mean, seriously. So everybody don't that. know that. If anybody I'm telling you, that was like the best. And I just wanted to thank you. I never got the opportunity to really tell you that. Although I ran into you at every convention, you know, whatever was you know, whatever was going on, even if I was opening from some of you top acts that was really hot during, you know, at the time back in the eighties, but I appreciate that. I really do. Well, love to you, and Happy New Year, and blessings to your family. I appreciate you calling in, and I'll be back and be more, you know. You know oh, we do. okay. We, we, we're, we're putting the package together right now. We're getting ready to do a tour call, I'll be sure, Secret Garden Rendezvous. And basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the soundtrack to our lives and present it properly so to the point where we, we're going to go to nice venues where you can actually come as a couple, get dressed up. Mm-hmm. And, and, Rodney, the reason these, these shows work so well, like I was telling you earlier, the reason they work well is because these are tickets that you can either go with your lady, you know, yeah. maybe you can go with your man, or it'll be Jennifer and six of her girlfriends going down memory lane. Or... Hey. To take, it, to take it even a step further, it'll be Rodney and father his dudes because they know very specifically the house is going to be full of dying, wonderful people in the building. So it, it, it's like a win-win situation, and it's like a social network because when you get there, you meet people with class, people who just who want to who want to feel good again. People and 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 what I appreciate, I want to say one thank you to everybody universally because what I've noticed is that Rodney, when when when, when I talk to folks, because you know after the show I make sure I talk to everybody. Right. What I've noticed is that sometimes they might not pay the light bill. 
Sometimes wow. they might not pay the water bill to, to buy a ticket because they say, you know what, I need to go and see Al B and Keith Sweat. I need to see go Al B and BBB. I need to see Al B and Bobby Brown. So I'm so appreciative of that. I don't want the lights to get shut off, but, but I'm so appreciative. Right, right. My, my, my um, bad on that. <laughs> I'm sorry you're in the dark. No, but, I, yeah. but to the point where it's, it's, I'm so appreciative of I'm, I'm so appreciative of the simple fact that we mean that much to, and the music means that much to our generation, that we can continue to provide the sexiness. Like out in L.A., my man Philippe and, and, and all my cats out there, they do this R&B Live thing, you know. Yeah, great, like great nice, show, great show. Yeah, yeah, that's great to see them do do their thing out there as well. Um, I just hosted that a few weeks ago. So, but but I'm I'm looking forward to opening a really major venue in Las Vegas so that all my cats can come in from L.A., from New York, anywhere they come in, and just really have a wonderful, safe night and just go down memory lane and really forget about the light bill at that point and forget about whatever was going on in their life. They may have had a death in the family. It just, it just, it's like a, it's like a, it's, a, it's an evening massage. You know what I'm saying? Like, so just, you just forget about it. Just relax, you know, take that off, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rodney Perry. Listen to Rodney Perry live. I want to shout out, uh, uh, my, my son, uh, Devin, uh, you mentioned a little be sure earlier, man. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what, what's it like, man, as a father to watch your son on that stage getting it up? Man, my boys are so amazing. Big shout-out to Dev, to Quincy, to Lil B. Now, Lil B, he actually, Lil B tours with me. Um, okay. Um, and he, you know, along with my nephew Chino, and what they do is he's become, I mean, just watching his journey, from the first MTV show we did, you know, Rock the Cradle, you know, with myself and the Eagles and Bobby and, and all of our young people, you know, competing. And they had such a pressure on them because I think they all realized that we do this and it may look easy, but it's not as easy as we make it look. This is years of being in people's veins and being posters on people's walls and they share up the shows and they realize, you know, as you said, as you coined the phrase, you know, it's the soundtrack to their lives. And when they yeah. get up there and they try to get it in and they're not getting the same response, and they're like, you know, it's like, okay, well, look, at it. you're the son of or the daughter of. But what has happened is Lil B, in fact, he, you you got to check out his website, Lil B, L-I-L, initial B, S-U-R-E.com. So LilBshore.com. He's got okay. some joints on there, Rodney. His pen is so crazy right now, and his skill is crazy. We We do the show. We do like an hour show. And then when he, I stop in the middle of the show and I give them their burn. And and what they do is they, their the objective is, I said, look, this is, let's say we're in Chicago. So I say, look, this is, this is the old school crowd. So this is the Apollo of Chicago. These are not yeah. easy people to please. So you got to do right. it. But what are you, what are you going to do? So he'll sing an old school joint. And Lil B goes so in on cats that, and then, and then of course, it, and, and of course, you hold up, and I ain't gonna, I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say a Chris word, but you know, my little, my little N goes on and takes off his shirt, and it got the twelve pack, and then he goes crazy, and uh, you know, all, all, all the young people, whatever. <laughs> Right, 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 right. <laughs> no, I I, no, let me tell you something. I am so proud of him. You, and and, and it, he goes in, but it's great that he looks great, but then he opens his mouth, and I'm I'm just in amazement because, because I know the growth of how he started of just wanting to do this, and then he's become so independent in terms of his whole aura and his, and he has a generation. Now, what's funny is that my boys, especially while they're in L.A., they have a following 
like they're like quadruple platinum. Like they do, they throw parties, they throw events, you know, they yeah. do things, and it's so bananas and off the chain to the point where they're lines around the corner, like they got seven movies out, and, you know, co-starring with Denzel Washington. It's it's, it's crazy, but it's right, nice. Right, right. It's nice to see the young people congregate together because it, it, the fun part about it is all of our kids, Rodney, and all of our young people, they all hang together. Like our our our, our nephews and their sons, and they, they have a whole, like, Diana Ross, you know, Evan Ross. and Yeah. They all hang together. So it's, it's like an entire community of, of celebrities, kids, who rock together, and they do events together, and they support each other, and they all show up. And, and what's nice about it is they don't have any egos. Even us thinking that they would be the entitlement generation. You know, some they get out of hand a little while, but at the end of the day, they really like to put the work in. They don't just like to ride off the, off of our names. They really go in. So, you know, some shockers kids, to everybody, you know, it's like everyone is really honing in on their core skill and they're writing and they're producing and they're singing and acting and they're really creating what we call a, a strong presence of people acumen where they're able to navigate and position themselves where they need to go. And and I'm just proud. Wow. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Rodney Perry. You're listening to Rodney Perry Live. And uh, I'll be sure, man, you've been an incredible guest, man. I'm not going to hold you too much longer. Again, his website, I'llBeSure.net. Let's not forget to check out Lil Be Sure. That's L-I-L-B-S-U-R-E.com. And, and a few of the songs are right on there, too. The, the songs are right. There's a little player right on the front. Tony Tony, Tony Gleason, i got to give a shout-out to Tony. She's our IP director at the company, and she just, oh, man, it's all that beautiful thing that, you know how it makes me look like I'm the king of social media? That yeah. All of that stuff is designed by Tony Gleason. And, uh, you know, she, she's just brilliant, and I'm so proud of her. She's actually in school doing design and, and technology and and she's just been there since the beginning. So she, she creates all the stuff, and then I, I go ahead and flip the, you know, all of the verbiage, and we, we, we're a great team together in terms of, like, being able to keep on top of our social media. So I thank everybody for uh, for really just being a part of it. And, and, and we keep we keep it love on there. You know, we keep it positive, and I make sure I respond to everybody when I can. As soon as I'm on, you know, I, I go on my iPhone or my iPad or whatever, and I, I get the, the tweets or I get the whatever else, and I try to respond to everything. So just thank you for being involved in my social community, and I just appreciate it. First of all, let's, let's stop the show for a second and just say thank you to Rodney for utilizing your vehicle of expression to give light to to other artists and other people because you could be selfish and you could just do it for yourself, and you're a big star now. And you, you know, you're one of the funniest oh, guys in the world. <laughs> You know, but we appreciate you, brother. I just wonder yeah. if somebody tells you that. We thank you. We appreciate you for even having this vehicle because we probably got a million people listening from here to Australia, and it's a beautiful thing that you provided it. So we want to say thank you to you as well, brother. Man, again, man, I'll be sure you made this show official. This is Rodney Perry Live, the first show of 2012, and I wouldn't have done this with any other human being. Thank you so much for coming on. I mean, like I said, uh, I'll be sure you've been the soundtrack to my life on so many levels, from 1988 in effect mode to private times in the whole nine to sex. Wow. (laughs) Honey, I'm home. Uh, You've done it on so many levels. I can't wait to see what's next. I I pray and I wish you all the best. Uh, Any any words in closing before we get out of here? Okay, well, one thing, we have something that I've been working on. I have some really some really incredible stuff coming for 2012, including 
my new show, which is going to be probably the sequel to the Donald Trump show. My new show is called Forever My Lady. So it's uh, you know we, we're working on that right now. But in 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 in, in, oh, in we didn't even in, talk about reality. We didn't even talk about reality. <laughs> Guess what? We, this is not the first and last time we're going to be on the air together. Wow, that's crazy, man. It, Rodney, it, Rodney, it, you got my direct. Rodney, you got my direct number. I, I got you. On, I got you. I got you. I got you. You got my direct number. I, I'm going anytime you need me. Come on, brother. That's, yeah, that's how we yeah, do. No doubt. No doubt. Um, no doubt. Yes. So you know, just really take this year, take this opportunity, uh, and, and this benchmark of, of the changing of the the, the, the number and sequence, 2011 to 2012, and just say to yourself. Every day, how do I get out of my own way? Anything that you wish to accomplish that you have not accomplished prior to this day and this moment in time right now, you can do it. It's really all about just really figuring out your own navigation. And as Rodney and I discussed earlier, update your software. Get off the Windows 92. Update your software and go in. If you work harder than, and you don't have to be more talented than anyone else, if you work harder than everyone else around you, the fruit will grow, and you will be able to reap the benefits that you sow. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live, our wonderful super guest today with Mr. Al B. Shore. He dropped so many jewels on us during the course of this interview uh, one that's resonating as I as I as I look at my notes. For every soul you encounter, be responsible for that soul. And and like the great Quincy Jones told Al, be in charge of your star player. Who is your star player? That's you. My name is Rodney Perry. Welcome to 2012. Y'all stay blessed. We're gonna keep doing it big. God bless. We out. Thank you, Al. Be sure. Y'all be good.